Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And today we are watching episode number 184, Power Rangers Zeo, episode 29, A Season to Remember. It aired November 27th, 1996, written by Jackie Marchand, directed by your rad dad, Robert Radler. I want to... Okay, so one second ago I was like, what? What does this mean? So this episode is 184, except it aired a good... Two months after 183 and also 185 and several others. Okay, so it's out of order. Yes. Out it, of airing order. It would have aired after the season had concluded. So what you're telling me is instead of doing this right now, we could just set it aside. Save it for Christmas. Save it for Christmas. Uh, but we're not going to do that. We're already here. We're already we got here. got it queued up. We didn't know that until just now or else <laughs> we wouldn't have. But. I mean, it's a Christmas episode, right? Like, you guys can tell yeah. that. Cause it, Christmas it, in April. For us, yeah. The most wonderful time of the it's year. It's a very April Christmas. April. <laughs> <laughs> if you're new here, what we do is we pause recording, we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, then we come back and we talk about it. You can follow along if you have Netflix or the DVDs, and you should, because it's, it's great stuff. It's a, come on, guys. <laughs> Power Rangers Zio. Just do this for me, all right? We're going to go watch it right now, because it's, it's Morphin Time! <laughs> And we're back. We just watched a season to remember, and it <laughs> got a little kooky at the end. There's some weird uh, stuff. A little bit pre-credits and a little bit post-credits. There is some weird stuff. This is a short episode, so they had to fill the time somehow, and boy, did they figure it out. Morphingrid.tumblr.com <laughs> is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. or on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid, and we're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you only was ready to review, that'd be great. It'd be super great. It's best. It'd be the best in the world. And you get a moon jail, which is like, you know, pretty cool. And finally, we're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jake and Josh. If you go over there and kick us a couple bucks, you get cool stuff. You get early access. You get uh, bonus things. It's great. It's great over there. And we super appreciate it. It helps us out a ton. Any amount helps us out a ton. Uh, speaking of, we have a new patron. We do. We might have, I don't think we, I don't know if we did the other one either. Well, Let's just do them both right what, now. Guess what, we're doing both. <laughs> so, first up is Dave Nichols. Oh, buddy, good name. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. We've talked to Dave in the past, uh, <laughs> a while ago. Yeah. A couple times. Uh, so, yeah. That's Dave, Dave good name Nichols. Good. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. And the other pledge, the, the other new patron is Aaron. Thank you so much, Aaron. Uh, you Great, guys, appreciate you it. guys are helping us out a ton. You all are, and we super, super appreciate it. I cannot overstate how like how helpful it is just in just to like know that we got a little bit of extra coming in, <laughs> and also like makes us feel good about what we do here. So enough, enough of this, enough of this vamping. There's a monster outside. <laughs> little Power Rangers will come and take care of that. All right, good, 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 good. So we got two emails. Okay, are they long? Kinda. Okay. okay. I just want to know what I'm in for. So the first one is from Annie, uh, the host of the Gem Jam podcast, which is a good podcast. You guys should go check it out. It's, if you like Gem, you're going to like this podcast. It's a very fun time. What if you've only seen a gif of Gem walking into a wall <laughs> and falling over? Then you will also like this podcast. <laughs> okay. Because one of the hosts 
has not seen any Jem before. Oh, good. Uh, like so, she, everybody gets a point yeah, of view. She watches Jem for the episode, and that's it. Uh, and so like that's the first time she has seen every episode. It's uh, it's real good. It's a good time, and they're only like a half an hour long. Which oh, that's perfect. Like, which is a, it's a real nice podcast length. <laughs> if I could shut up for two seconds, maybe we get to get this down to half an hour. But guys, uh, we're we're too into what we're doing. I yeah, think to not gonna happen. Turn back now. So anyway, hello, gentlemen. Oh, whoosh. gentlemen, that's a little. <laughs> I'll take it. Thank you. I I was recently called uh, a production gentleman on uh, Sailor Business. I was like, I would put that on my business card. <laughs> um, I made you a thing for one. I made you a thing for the zine. It's an article about Pink Rangers, and it's attached. I hope you like it. I was gonna try to write like a fake out paragraph about home improvement, but I don't think I could ever do that show the justice it deserves. So wonderfully, quintessentially nineties. I read the article; it's very good. You guys should get the zine. Speaking of which, the zine. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, but the zine guys. But you know, we're just imagine us hard staring. You. Yeah, we're the on zine that, guys. We're on that zine creep. It is coming up. Two. I recently kind of sort of caught up on the show once Jonathan got into it. That's her husband. Uh, I started at Zio. And there was a cat hairstyle that you guys were struggling to describe there for a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't remember which one this is, but I do remember talking about it's it. It's called a half ponytail where you gather up the upper layers of the hairstyle into a ponytail, but leave the lower layers down. Oh, so okay. now you are equipped in case you want to talk about her pretty hair some more. She had a real nice hair in this. I don't think I've ever looked at Kat's hair and go, she could do better. No, yeah, every her time hair is I'm like, always on nailed point. It, nailed it. Every time. Three, I feel like I should maybe apologize for Jonathan's awful puns since he is, in fact, my husband. No. Nope. Uh, but no, there is no apologizing to be done. No apologies necessary. He is a monster, but he is a monster I chose to marry, and I must end by his carefully crafted terrible mouth garbage. And besides, uh, some of it is grade A punnery. Uh, as someone who has also hitched a wagon <laughs> to a, uh, a pun goblin... <laughs> I understand. I was going to argue, but no, I think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then there is some stuff about uh, that we're going to save for our Pokemon podcast because Pokemon nicknames. Anyway, there you have it. Love the podcasts. Your pal, Annie Creighton. There's no parenthesis here, but of the Gem Gem. I'm serious, guys. Go check it out. It's a good time. Thank you very much, Annie. And uh, thank you for telling us what that hairstyle was because, like, I'm not going to lie. I might have lost sleep over it. Tommy wears a half pony a lot. Uh, yeah. Yep. Now that I don't know what it is, I'm going to just start throwing just that knowledge around. Just all over the place. I'm going to impress friends. I'm going to get new friends because of my knowledge Going to work this. and be like, hey, it's a good half pony you're rocking today. And just <laughs> skate away on my butter shoes. <laughs> butter shoes. So smooth. This next email is from Raymond. Not the Raymond who was in the episode. Which, by the way, the Raymond in the episode is maybe my new favorite character. He's the best, right? He's so cool. <laughs> uh, this is from another really cool Raymond. And the title of this email is The King King Ranger. Hey, guys. My favorite thing about the Gold Ranger is his name in O-Ranger. King Ranger. Like in English. Now, you noted that his helmet symbol is the kanji for king, which is read as O, which you may notice is also the name of the team. That's right. Their team is the king in Japanese rangers, and their sixth ranger is the king in English ranger. So he's the king king ranger. Yeah, he's king of all the king he rangers. Is, he is the Triple H ranger, and yeah. <laughs> he is the king of kings. Oh, man, that's the best. That's the best. Uh, it's not the last time Super Sentai does this either. In uh, Zhu Hoosier, which <laughs> I'm never going to know how to pronounce. Zhu Hoosier. <laughs> it's a super Canadian show. It's very nice. Um, Brooke Nevin is in They're it. They're all just flannel rangers. Or, or denim. It's flannel or <laughs> denim. <laughs> yeah. There's denim. There's flannel. There's plaid. Ashen wash denim. Your sixth ranger is beaver skin. <laughs> 
hockey pads. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Pulled it out. I was gonna say one too far, but we figured it out. The main Megazord is is uh, Zhu O King, literally Beast King King. Um, as for his voice, they could have run it through a filter and patched that plot hole right up. Uh, talking about like the fact that the Gold Ranger just talks sometimes. Uh, you would think Billy would do that anyway if he were the Gold Ranger. On the other hand, in-universe, nobody seems to be able to recognize voices except for the one time Bulk and Skull made a recording or the blind girl. Yeah. Regardless, the voice of the Gold Ranger is none other than Ryan Steele himself, Brad Hawkins. I think VR Troopers had ended by this time, or at least production was over. BT-dubs, if you think. It's just so, BTW, but that's how I say BT-dub. So that's not the voice of one of the actors who plays... I thought it was. Nope. Spoilers, but yeah, nope. It's that is that is old sweet hair himself, Ryan Steele, aka Brad Brad Hawkins. That's huh. a wrestler. That's Kurt Hawkins. I'm thinking of. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry about the spoiler. I put it in I'll there in a place it. where you can't like cut it out, but you can beep it. I'll yeah. beep it. Yeah. Right. Uh, by the way, if you think Power Rangers is crazy in terms of how it patches Japanese footage together, wait till I explain what a tangled mess of VR Troopers was. If you guys want to know our thoughts on the first episode of VR Troopers, <laughs> you can hop on over to the Patreon because. Uh, Donate a dollar and Donate you can listen to us do a more of an Yeah, we, cha- over we changed the around some of the um, some of the yeah, tiers. Yeah, we we bumped some stuff from five dollars down to one dollar because I felt like there should be some stuff on one dollar. I was thinking Especially about adding a three dollar, so like we might adjust again, yeah. depending. But, but with the um, more phenomenaries being Patreon exclusive, they'll always be on the dollar one at least. Yeah, um, and they're like a half an hour long. It takes zero time to edit. I just yeah. sit through it, and make sure nothing went weird. But yeah, we t- we listened to where we watched the first episode of VR Troopers and shared our thoughts on how bonkers it gets real quick at the end. Also, when I was a kid, I was one hundred percent certain that Hawkins did uncredited voiceovers for Jason in season two when it was like. When he was gone, but they were still like having him be like, "Okay, Power Rangers, let's do it." Yeah, back to action. Yeah, I've never been able to confirm this, and now when I listen again, I can't hear it. But I was watching both shows at the time; I was sure of it. Uh, <laughs> this is signed Raymond of Wisdom. Uh, P.S. The description of the last episode, plus knowing what you've done in the past. This is the episode right after. He said this right after the. Um, April Fool's episode. Oh, okay. Uh, plus, knowing what you've done in the past made it painfully clear what the contents would be. Sorry to say, I couldn't bring myself to listen. It's a dang shame. It was a good <laughs> episode. But if you're not into home improvement, I understand. I don't. How are you not into home improvement? I mean, some people just don't like it. That's fine. You know? Different, different taste. Don't yuck someone's yum, you know? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and I guess the reverse is true. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense out loud, but whatever. Uh, PPS... The main defining trait of a blouse is that it is loose and somewhat billowy, but gathered in at the waist. I think Cat's top was just a sweater. Talking about the, the shirt that she wore, which is like... Okay. It so had it like, like a lower neckline, but it was like button up. So I guess a blouse means it's like a pirate might wear it. Yeah. Oh, there is one thing also from Raymond. Uh, he, he tagged us and... Ranger Danger and Super Sentai Pros, he's getting the gamut of Power Rangers podcast. Uh, Shout Factory has uh, Zhu Ranger online for streaming for free. ShoutFactoryTV.com. Oh. So if you guys were wondering when should I jump in on this and check this out, and I don't want to spend $36 on the DVDs, you don't have to anymore. Right now it looks pretty good. Um, he says probably U.S. only, though. So, I mean, there's right. that. I don't – I know we – do we have one – we have one – at least one patron from Canada. Yes. So – We have – oh, no, that's the uh, – that's Pokemon World Tour. I was like, we have at least one listener in the U.K., but that's Pokemon World Tour. Right. 
also Shannon said she might draw the Gold Ranger, so I'm kind of like looking forward to that if it happens. Yep. So not to not to not to pressure you or put you on blast or anything. Shannon, well, I mean, but we're like, doing a zine for Sixth Rangers in December, so yeah, so I mean, like, just like <laughs> give you like a head start on it now. <laughs> I love the Gold Ranger so much. I just, he might be my favorite. I, he is for sure my favorite design, like of all the of all the Rangers. He, no, he looks the coolest, yeah. definitely. But um, he might also be not right now, not the three like, percent bad version. <laughs> but the, uh, the other, yeah. Uh, anyway, do you want to talk about? Uh, yep. You want to talk about this? Okay, I cool. sure do. That's a like fifty-five minutes. That can't. This be, is right? fifteen. Okay. Yikes. Way to go, Jake. We start off with an old man. With a somewhat familiar voice, talking to his grandkid, who I will refer to as Youngster from here on out. Uh, he gets several nicknames, such as Pipsqueak and Fella. <laughs> um, I like Pipsqueak. I like that he calls his grandson Pipsqueak. Well, we'll see that it's sort of a family nickname at the end. And that's We're burying the lead. <laughs> we're putting right. the cart before the horse here. Uh, so he's telling him about an old Christmas past. And we cut back to the Power Rangers in present day, present day being 1996. They are celebrating all the holidays. It's they, there's a huge holiday fiesta going on at the juice bar. Everyone's got some stuff represented. So there's there's a lot of Christmas decorations and presents. There's a menorah. There's a Kwanzaa. I don't remember what she called the actual item itself. Oh, of course. <laughs> it had seven candles on it. She'll Tanya I, yeah, will explain I can't it in, in a minute. What it's called. Um, I don't know how I feel about this episode in some ways. I don't think it was handled super terribly. No, um, it's, it's a lot of just like, is that heritage stuff or is that inappropriate? <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's a lot of wondering that. It feels very elementary school, like, hey, kids, this is what all the religions are. The The message I like, though, which is like, hey, guys, who cares? It's It's winter. It's candle nights. Come on in. The Kwanzaa candle holder is called a Kinara. Okay. I Googled it. Good. Good. Stat guy Josh over here. <laughs> but yeah, I do like I do like the the message of the episode. There's just like some certain parts that I'm like, am I uncomfortable with this? If, Should I be uncomfortable with this? Yeah, if I had to ask myself in my head, is this okay or not? Then I'm, I just think the answer is no, it's not. <laughs> uh, we'll kind of we'll 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 parse it as we get there. Um, Raymond is there, who's becoming a staple. I like this for a lot of reasons. I know he's there to for, to like introduce the menorah, talk about Hanukkah, Hanukkah bring yeah. Um, but also, it's like look at this sixth person hanging out with the Power Rangers all right? the time. Right? Yeah. It's oh, here's another person hanging out with the Power Rangers. Maybe you'll need another smart guy soon. He wears future. a lot of green, he, which is a former sixth ranger color. It's like a lot of subtle hints that, that they that they maybe didn't that. plan, no, but like are still there. Yeah. Plus, he's really funny. He's hilarious. Like he's, he has my favorite line, my second favorite line. Lieutenant Stone knocks out the favorite yeah, line. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So they're like, too bad Billy's not here. Yeah, he had to go back to that family reunion. Hey, Power Rangers writers, during the holiday season, you can say he went to visit relatives. For yeah, the holidays. Yeah, he went to spend the holidays with his family. No family is like, hey, Christmas is coming up. You want to do a family Let's reunion, a reunion. Then instead? No, what? No, just have Christmas with your family. Yeah. Dum-dums? So, what was Kat wearing? Part one of three. She's got a pink jacket on over a black shirt, and she got black pants. And 
we only see her shoes once, but it looks like pink Crocs. I swear to God, uh, um, it, it looks like she was in half pajamas. Like she had really loose, baggy. They were they were loose, like slacks. not not sweatpants, but they were like clothy comfort. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, uh, and, and slippers. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I thought they were Crocs, <laughs> but I was like, "Was that wasn't a thing in 1996?" I hope. Oh, maybe it just wasn't a popular thing. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm she's gonna a- give her the benefit of the doubt and say that they were fuzzy pink slippers. <laughs> sure. Um, and she's got her hair up in a. It's not a bun. It's just up. It's like two serpentine. That like it like I don't know. It's not a bun, but still kind of a bun. It's, yeah, it's hard to explain when you're dumb like we are. But <laughs> it's, my uh, mom, back when I was a kid, I remember she had this like. This hair accessory that was basically a snap bracelet, right, and you could your like hair wrap your middle, hair in yeah, it and, and make it into shapes. Yeah. So she maybe kind of did like that kind of thing with it. I'm no, not cause sure because it wraps inward on itself, and I literally could cannot imagine a way that you could do this because cat hair is a is a little shorter than mine. <laughs> it's never not cute, and I don't know how she does all these. She's a hair wizard. She's a hair wizard. <laughs> hair witch. Which being the female of wizard. Yeah, sure. If Harry Potter is to be believed. <laughs> anyway, we cut up to the moon. Mondo and Machina want to destroy the holidays. That's right, all of them. They hate they hate when you celebrate things. Yeah, they they talk about how like how the holidays are just this uniquely human thing of just love gathering everyone together they, to and, celebrate. And they're like, they have so many and we can use that. We'll pry them apart with their differences. Which again I think is handled not terribly because like the point is the bad guys don't like it when they're getting along. So like yeah. later on when they're yelling at each other in like sort of religious way, not a like religious bit, ways, but like it's the safest way they could have done it. I absolutely. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it's for the overall moral of the story. Yeah. So I think that part is fine. So I think, I think that works out. There is one part that I'm going to talk about in a minute that I'm, I did not know was a holiday tradition and I wish I did. We cut back to the future or maybe the present? I don't know. Where youngster and old man are talking, and he's like, so did the, the Machine King do bad? Did he ruin the holidays? <laughs> this and little he, boy is pretty bad at acting. He's the worst at acting? <laughs> maybe of all time? He's worse than the captain a couple episodes ago. The the Rangers aren't fighting yet, right? No. Okay, because he has one line after that's just like, man, you, you're not even good at reading out loud. No, he's like, did, they, did the Machine King... Like, ruin the holidays, and, and the old man's like, whoa, kid, slow down. I'm telling the story. It's like in Princess Bride. Where yeah, he's like, yeah. all right, hold on. We can't just jump ahead. This story has to go a certain way first. Then we cut to Bulk and Skull wrapping presents, by which I mean wrapping a bowling ball. The skull says, man, I wish someone would invent wrapping paper with round edges. Oh, what a treasure. Narvi <laughs> is. He drops a bowling ball on Bulk's hand because the alarm goes off. Lieutenant Stone is back. And this might be a real bowling ball. I think it is. Uh, last time they hit, uh, Skull got hit in the head with a fake pickaxe. This might be a real bowling ball because it ha- looks like it has some weight to it. So Bulk wraps it up because I assume it's Lieutenant Stone's present, right? So he wraps it up in his jacket to hide it, and he's like holding his hand and doing like ouch dances. Yeah. Lieutenant Stone comes in. He's like, "Hey, we don't have time for your crazy teenage dancing." Right? Because <laughs> Bulk is like, "Oh, my hand it hurts so much," but he can't say anything because his hand hurts so much. Right? And Skull is like waving his hand toward the door, trying to get him to realize Lieutenant Stone is coming in. As Lieutenant Stone comes in and says the line about teenage dancing, yeah, it's just so good. He's such an old dad. He is such. I a love dad. Lieutenant Stone. I also love that they're just private eyes all of a sudden. Like I know that there was like a build up to it, like a, like. 
it didn't just happen. But I love how deep into it they got immediately. Oh yeah, like, they, like he had an office the next day. He started slicking his <laughs> that hair they back. booby trapped so they could hear him coming. Yeah, uh, they have like it's just like it's so great. They have like new clothes that are like very detective, very noir. It's, yeah, it's real great. I would love to watch the bulk of skull mystery. I was thinking that mystery uh, half hour. Later in the episode, when they're searching for clues, I was like, "Man, I just want that show." Yeah, the, forget the hotel show. That's dumb. Give me the them just, being detectives. Just being detectives, man. That's it. He is there to give them a case. Someone's been stealing fruitcakes all over town. All the fruitcakes in Angel Grove are, are going missing. Skull says something about his aunt Millie's fruitcakes about how they're like super dense, and you need a crane to pick one up. <laughs> you need a crane to pick up those babies. He delivers. <sighs> So many good lines yeah, this episode. It's, he's doing doing good works. Then we cut to the command center, and it's got Christmas decorations, because apparently Alpha and Zordon celebrate Christmas. That, I mean, hey, it's pretty, right? So, like, Are we get the only gift exchange in the episode? Yes. So Zordon gave Alpha, somehow got Alpha, <laughs> fuzzy bunny slippers yep. to fit over his enormous feet. Uh. Somehow he purchased these and had them delivered and wrapped them. Even though he's just a head in a jar. Yeah. Alpha programmed him a present. He gave him a hat and scarf. It's a Santa hat and a scarf. Also, when we cut into the power chamber, we land on a shot of the old Pink Ranger costume in the tube. Yeah. And it has a, a hat and scarf on. Yeah. And then you can see in the background that the other Ranger costumes yeah. are also dressed up. Um, also, Alpha's like, oh, I love Christmas. We know Alpha. We know. Oh, we know. It's like a we magical know. time of year for you, isn't it, Alpha? Oh. Alpha's prepping for kid kidnapping season. <laughs> oh. You could just call that kidnapping season. You could. Cut, could, out, cut yeah. out the middleman, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so we cut back to the juice bar. Raymond is explaining Hanukkah, more specifically, like, what the menorah represents. Uh, and then Tanya explains Kwanzaa. There's the... the she gets more detail, I think, because less people know about Kwanzaa. I think I think it's a less known, um, less popular holiday. But she she talked about how like there's the seven candles that each represent something that they strive for: unity and duty to the community, and then several others that I do not remember. Um, yeah, she went over them pretty quick. She went over them real quick, and by the time I was trying to remember like what came after unity, I was like, all right, I'm too far behind. <laughs> also, there's some tandem watch right now. Adam is like, I don't want to say like kissing up. But he's like, yeah, oh, this is... That's he's really extra cool. invested. Yeah, he's like very invested in it. Rocky brought a plate of tamales, okay? <laughs> we will find that out in a minute. It's sitting on the table. Rocky's favorite part about the holidays is food. It's just food. Hey, bro, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I didn't know that Christmas tamales were a thing. And I have only had one tamale in my life. But um, if it's the only thing I ever ate for the rest of my life, I would be fine with it. I, I did not know about Christmas tamales until this past Christmas... When a few people that we work with were, like, talking about Christmas and they were all excited about tamales. Like, I did not realize uh, yeah. it was a tradition. Um, my aunt, we live in Austin, Texas, right? We're, we're, yeah. we're very close to, uh, there's, like, a big Mexican population here. And uh, my aunt was like, oh, do you know any good Mexican places? I was like, no, but, like, Alma makes real good tamales. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we work with a bunch of people to just bring in food all yeah. the time. And, like, one time she's like, do you like tamales? And I said, yes. I had never had one, but I was like, yeah, sure. Like, because I, I was like, you know, my break was almost over. I was, you know, I didn't want to be like, no, I hate them, you know, for no reason. Right. And she's like, okay, here you go. Eat it. And I was like, I have to, you know, well, I'll eat it. Okay. Um, and it was delicious. <laughs> it was so good. I've yet to try an authentic tamale. 
Oh, it's I gotta get in on that game. They're they are nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then we cut up to the moon <laughs> where Mondo is spying on them and intently listening and also hates them all. Uh specifically the fact that they are together. Also, earlier on when Clank was explaining the human celebration of the holidays, yeah. he said the word love, and Mondo was like, don't you ever say that to, me God, again. say that to me again. <laughs> so remember that, because that comes up again. <laughs> it does. Clank made a bias blaster. Everyone hit with it will only see things their way, which is weird, but I understand what you're trying to get at, and for the most part, it works out. Um, yeah. Mondo immediately sabotages his own plan, and we'll talk about that uh, in a second. So then we come back to Bulk and Skull. They are on the case. They are at the last known location of a fruitcake, which is in the middle of the street in some suburban... See, this is why we need the show. I need to know the connective tissue. I need to know how they got to this middle where, of the road. Exactly. Who do they talk to? Who do they call? It's like, hey, where'd you have a fruitcake? <laughs> I guess in the middle of the road over there. They're talking about like finding clues, like crumbs, because they're crummy, and... Skull's like, yeah, my Aunt Millie's uh, fruitcake is real crummy. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, enough with your Aunt Millie. We need to look for clues. And they're like, oh, I found this. This is a fig. And he finds like a little tiny raisin-looking thing. And then uh, Bulk's like, I found a red thing. And for the rest of it, it's like, I found a red thing. I found a green thing. I found Bulk. a red thing. Bulk eats the red he thing. He does eat the red thing. Hey, guys, does anyone know what is in a fruitcake? Uh, fruit... <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it's probably like a dried up fruit flavored gelatin. It like, looks it's like ten percent natural flavors. It looks like I've never had fruitcake. I have also um, not. I've only they, heard bad things about it, so yeah, I will not it, put it in it my mouth. It looks horrible. Um, they don't look moist. They look wet. Yeah. They like. You remember that time I made banana bread the worst? Yep. It's like that on purpose. And that's not a good It's look. weird, though, because that banana bread was, like, super mushy and still tasted fine. It tasted fine. The outside was but 100% the, burnt but solid. But the joke about fruitcakes is that they're bricks. Yeah. But they don't look like bricks. They look mushy. They look They look, they look like mushy. someone dipped them in a yeah. pool. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was a fruitcake. Fruitcakes are the worst idea. Does anyone people like... give those as gifts to people. Does anyone like fruitcake? Let me know. If you guys like fruitcakes, tell me why, and maybe I'll... I'll try one. Tell me what's in it. Tell me what those colored chunks are. What are the red things? What but are the Bulk, green things? Volk eats the red thing, and he looks pleased by it. Yeah, he's oh, he's he's he looks like a pig in craft. <laughs> uh, they they follow the crumbs. Uh, they they're like, oh, I found another thing. I found another red thing. Another green. Thing. So they they follow it away. Then we cut to the juice bar, and Sprocket just straight up teleports down. And Adam says the second best. Li- Not Adam. Did it again. He's wearing green. Raymond says the second best line of the episode. Whoa, metal dudes. <laughs> Everyone is ready to fight. Raymond is so clearly unprepared and just genuinely shocked by Cogs and Sprocket. It's yeah. great. He so, does not question why they're there. He doesn't he either doesn't put it together or just doesn't mention it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you live in Angel Grove, you just gotta expect sooner or later your numbers right, up, right? Right, but they've, they've never attacked, like, direct people like this, as far as the citizens know. They just send giant monsters down. Right, I, yeah, I guess you're right. Well, I mean, sometimes the monsters, like, menace around town first. That's so true. They get blasted. Rocket doesn't say, hey, Power Rangers at all, does no, he? No, okay. <laughs> that would have been fun, but he's like, like, why would he just show up and shoot them with a, a, a bias blaster? Anyway, they get blasted. They get got. Everyone's mad at each other. And they are, like, mad at each other via their preferred holiday because everyone sees it their way. Except even the people who, like, have the same 
holiday that they're backing don't agree either. But they do, but they don't. It's yeah, weird. They're, I guess they're just so mad about the other people that they... Yeah. They just um, don't talk to each so other. They're, they're, like, yelling at each other about, like, how this is all about Christmas or, like, no, you know, like, what about... Yeah, Tommy's like, Hanukkah, you shut know, up about Hanukkah. Raymond, why don't go, you go, go get, get a, Christmas a Christmas tree, huh? Tree. And he, like, waves him away. He's like, yeah. go gone. Which is, like, that's the that's the one part in the episode where I'm like, mm, I don't think this is okay. I don't think that was okay. I don't think this was okay. Um, but then, like, Rocky's, like... All this other food sucks anyway, and like <laughs> take about tamales. I'm gonna go and eat then, them alone in the corner. Uh, he says something about about Christmas and, and <laughs> tamales, and then uh, Tanya's like, I, I, th- "I think you mean Kwanzaa. It's the Kwanzaa season." And like, then Adam's like, "Hey, some places don't even celebrate Christmas, like Korea. I don't even know what I'm doing here." <laughs> Which is just this weird minute of realness all of yeah, a sudden. That um, also made me feel weird. Yeah. Um, well, to be fair. As far as I know, Korea does not celebrate yeah, Christmas. That, that's probably um, accurate, but still, it's just like you just but feel like, bad. But like, also, because he's unincluding Adam, himself. Adam is American. <laughs> he is Korean American. He's of Korean descent. Yeah, he's he's Korean American, but he's not like like I don't get the sense that like he grew up in Korea or like right. was there at all. Right, but know? he might have like Korean parents, so maybe he's from a, well, no, a I, traditional I, Korean family, so they don't celebrate. I think his. I think it's canon that his grandmother is from Korea and that she was maybe okay. the first generation like the first generation that came over here. Okay. Because he doesn't he speaks like five words of Korean from that one episode where he was a kid. Right. Um so like but it's 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 just this weird like quick like oh it got real all of a sudden and I think I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> like not in a we not in like any particular way. It's just like I was not expecting this to happen. Then we cut up to Mondo. He's pleased. Machina laughs like this. Ha ha <laughs> Like she's a robot, um, which every other time they laugh, they're like British people. But ha, like, ha, ha. but like this one time, she's like, ha, 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 ha. This is the funny thing. Ha, ha. Uh, then we then we cut to the future, and youngster is like, I don't like those machines. Is that what you're talking about? When he said, Yeah, like, I don't like those machines. I, I can't believe they made the Power Rangers fight. I don't like the machines. And he, and he looks <laughs> like he's about to cry the whole time. And I, uh, it's just nerves, right? Like, because like when I'm nervous, the corners of my mouths are like, "Hey, let's get down." Let's. Oh, let's but go. I do the opposite. When I'm nervous, I get a handsome smile on my face. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> when I'm nervous in a like not fun way, like, "Oh, I'm about to meet someone that I'm excited," you know, like, right, when I'm like in a starstruck. When I'm way. nervous in like a, "Oh, I'm yelling at my boss and I don't mean to be," kind of way. Oh um, yeah, that's different. That's like the corners of, or like if I was like five and had to act all of a sudden like the corners of my mouth are like hey let's just like try to frown i guess i don't know <laughs> but like that's what this kid looks like he looks like he's about to cry and i was like all right maybe you should have like taken a second pass at the <laughs> they just take all the first takes and they were like good enough it's just a christmas episode who cares i mean like he's a kid he only has so much time on set so they're probably right. like oh one take that's all we got plus we don't want to have to do any of the makeup stuff again uh so, yeah um, yeah old man says Zordon and Alpha knew what happened, and then we cut to them, and Zordon's just like, I can't help. so weird this old man knows about Zordon and Alpha. I know, right? And I just can't place... And has this first-hand story of the Power Rangers. Just can't place where this voice is, where I've heard this voice before. It sounds familiar, but also strangely foreign to me. Hmm. Hopefully it'll be revealed by the end of the episode. Zordon's like, weapons are useless against this evil... Yeah, this, this is the most evil of evils. He doesn't name it. He just says it's an evil evil, and yeah. we can't help them. They have to do, do it anything. themselves. They have to figure it out. Yeah, he just gives up. So then we cut back to the juice bar, and everyone's, like, mad at each other, but, like, very impotently mad. 
They're just, they're not even, like, mad about anything in particular. By the way, in the last scene, Kat is the only person who says nothing. She yeah, just, she just, like, walks away. Yeah, she just, like, leaves at the end. But this time, we come in, and they're, like, they're talking about decorations and, like, all this other stuff. And it's just, like, they're arguing, but there's not, they feel like they got all of the arguing out in the first part, but they needed to do it again to set up a thing that happens. Now, yeah, now they're just being crappy to yeah, each other. Yeah, now they're just being crappy to each other. So Mondo says, aha, now that they're all angry at each other and they hate each other, let's steal all of the stuff. Which is just Mondo saying, hey, let me sync this plan that I've made because this will give them a united front to rally against. Right, because he's like, oh, humans love their petty trinkets and baubles. He says bub. That's a word for trinkets. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I heard bubbles. I'm like, why is he specifically ragging on bubbles? Yeah. What, what did bubbles, bubbles ever do to King Mondo? Love bubbles. But if he said bubbles, I guess that's a real phrase I was not familiar with. It is. I promise. <laughs> uh, so he's like, I'm going to take their things away. That'll make them sad like babies. And by doing that, he literally just like, hey, here's something you can rally behind. He's like, now, now you have one place you can focus your hate, but- and it's me. On the other hand, that is not what brings them together. That just makes them fight more. Yeah, you're actually right. <laughs> good job, Power Rangers. Good swerve. Yeah. Uh, so we cut to Sprocket, who's just standing around all of the stuff, gloating. He's like, yeah, look at all this sweet swag. I got presents, <laughs> I got tamales, I got a menorah. I'm doing great <laughs> over here. This is the best day of my fat baby life. Yeah, Raymond is just back. He's like, I'm taking my menorah. <laughs> Cause, uh, oh, he stormed out earlier. And he came yeah, out. Rocky's like... Where did you come from? Where did you get back? And he's like, I'm taking my menorah. And Tommy's like, yeah, it's right where you left it. Yeah. We didn't touch it. We didn't mess with your stuff at all because we hate you, so we left it alone. Yeah, it's – which is – I don't want to – I don't want to mix messages. It's good that they did not destroy anything of, yeah, that's of any what religious saying. significance. It's, it's like we, we hate – we hate it, but we still respect it. Yeah, but but like we're not going to do anything about it. But then like they're talking, and it disappears under their noses, and then Sprocket has it in a field somewhere. So then this cute little girl comes in, and she's like five, and she's got a poster. She's nobody around her. There's no no supervision. I don't know what is going on, but she has this poster of like a bunch of people. She's on her way to Alpha's Magical Christmas, and oh, she stopped by the juice bar. Please no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a bunch of you know people, and they're all holding hands. They all look look different. So it's like, hey, it's the whole world. Everybody from around the world. And Cat is the first one to be like, I think the party's canceled. When she walks in, you can see Cat just be genuinely nice because yeah. you you can't like make her evil again. She beat it. You, yeah, you can't. So she might be like a little mad, but she's not yeah. evil. Whereas Tommy's uh, straight up a jerk, and Rocky says gives some harsh lessons. Yeah, I don't remember the line the little um, girl said. She says, like, the greatest, my mom says the greatest gift is being together. And Rock says something to the effect of, like, you got a lot to learn, kid. I think he says like, exactly uh, that, yeah. <laughs> which, like, man, can you imagine Rocky from last season or the season before <laughs> that being this good? No. So then she's like, hey, whenever I'm mad, my mom sings me a song. Do you want to hear it? And Rocky's like, I think Rocky says no. Or no, Tommy says, like, well, we got nothing better to do. Yeah. Um. Everyone else is just kind of sheepish about it. So she sings this song about, like, how together it's better. It's better you know, together. Better together. That sweet song from end of season one of Steven Universe. That's not it. That's not <laughs> the song. That <laughs> no. song is baller, though. As they're as she's singing, we get, like, shots of them, and, like, there's, like, energy wiggling off of them. And I don't know how better to put it. Yeah. It's visually, it's the spell breaking. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, like... Energy wiggling off yeah, of them. It's just a weird way to show that. And so then they're all, they're all like they they apologize to each other and they're they're like oh I don't know what came over me Adam's or not Adam, I keep calling him Adam 
he just looks like an Adam. Raymond does. <laughs> and uh, Raymond's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I was such a jerk. I don't know what happened to me. And Tommy's like, yeah, me either. Oh, he says, I have a good idea, but we don't need to worry about it. We don't it. need to worry about it. <laughs> So they hang up the poster, and then we cut to the moon where Clank's like, I think, I think, I think the spell was broken. And he's like, why? And Clank's like, I don't want to say. He's like, oh, it was just a bunch of overwhelming dose of, uh, well, you know. You know, <laughs> what, what Clank? What is it? Well, it's love, sir. And then sparks fly out of his ears. He's he like, gets, I said never say that again. He gets breakdown mad. <laughs> Mono's crazy. <laughs> then we cut to Bulk and Skull. They find a giant fruitcake. It's enormous. They are using the same camera tricks they use to show Megazords being big. Yeah, so like the green and red bits are also giant. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. And guess who made who was stealing the fruitcakes and made this giant one? Goldar and Rito. They tricked me. I, I knew this was leading to Goldar and Rito. I'm like, oh, Goldar and Rito ate all the fruitcakes. But they tricked me. They made... They made them all into one big present for their buddies. For their buddies. And I really love that. Also, Goldar is like, the fruitcake was Rito's idea. I wanted to make a cheese log, but who listens to me? <laughs> who listens to me anyway, right? What is what is a cheese log? It's a log of cheese. that it? I think so. Because I, I don't know. know. I know during, that up. I know during the, the Christmas season, we have these chunks of cheese with shaved almonds in it that looks awful. I don't think that's a cheese log. That's just, <laughs> that's just a real gross looking thing that we stuck. It's a thing that people <laughs> want to eat, I guess. Actually, it looks like a log of cheese. With stuff in it? With stuff in it. It's a fruit cake, but cheese. Kind of, yeah. And they couldn't call it a cheesecake because those are delicious. Look, the first picture that comes up just looks like a, a log of cheese with like a bunch of crackers. That's weird. Smushed into it already. And then there's also crackers on the side. Why is it that, that the holiday season brings out this weird need to put stuff in stuff that doesn't need stuff in it? Just buy a cracker plate, man. It's just the best. Buy, just buy a cheese cracker plate. You get your crackers, you get your cheese, and you get your pepperoni. Boom, little sandwiches. Eat them. The three great tastes taste great together. <laughs> so they're, Bulk and Skull are like, what are we going to do with this giant fruitcake? And Skull goes, I have an idea, and takes his shoe off. And I was like, you're not going to eat something out of there are you that's you're gonna use your shoe as a fruitcake spoon (laughs) but he pulls a giant antenna out skull has gadgets he's got a shoe phone like from get smart (laughs) it's crazy and he dials up and he goes hey billy yes it's eugene i have a favor to ask you millie oh millie he calls his aunt millie i thought he was calling billy no he needs his aunt to make a fruitcake to to replace all the old fruitcakes They've been setting up this joke the whole episode. That makes a lot more sense. I heard Billy in the whole thing. I heard thing. Billy the first time, and I was like, why is Skull throwing shade at Billy's fruitcakes? No, I thought he was calling Billy to, like, help him divide the fruitcakes back no, up. No, he's going to have his aunt make some new ones. That makes a lot more sense. That's a good joke. I like that. <laughs> um, so then we cut to the juice bar. Ernie comes in. Ernie left earlier, by the way, because he had to go get some more supplies from the juice bar store. I, I forgot that he was in the beginning of the um, episode. And he comes back and... Uh, he's got a Santa hat on. He's, he's got a Santa hat on. He's Tanya's, into it. Tanya's all dressed up. Um, everyone's like dressed up again, you know, like because it's a fancy party. You gotta, yeah. you gotta look nice. And so he's like, yeah, this place is great. And they're all like kind of talking about how like things disappeared, but they figured it out and they're, it's going to be great because everyone's together. And then like... Did Mondo just keep all the stuff? I guess. I think that's what happened. Um, <laughs> And Ernie goes, oh, man, where's the Christmas tree? In comes Raymond with this giant Christmas tree. Like, hey, guys, I wanted to get a sweet one. So. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to make sure we got a real big one. It's obviously fake. Exactly you can see fake. the stand on yeah. the bottom and just, like, the metal rod it, that holds it up. In kayfabe, it's real. Yes. Uh, and then Rocky, I think, comes in with a menorah. 
Uh, no, Tommy does. Tommy has the Tommy menorah. comes in with a menorah, and he's like, I hope this is right. I don't know why he would be worried about it. Well, he's one. like, I got this menorah. I hope this is a good one. I hope it's a good Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then Adam and Rocky come in with the, what was it called? Kinara. Kinara. And they're like, Tanya, we went to the library to find out how to make one. Yeah, I he's guess. like, I hope we assembled this because I guess there's probably a certain way to put the yeah, candles. Yeah, well, there and was stuff. there was like the because there's, there's two different colored candles plus the one there's three and the one candles. in the yeah. middle. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we went to the library. Adam says this, and he is so proud of himself. He's like, I looked it up <laughs> at the library. Yeah, I did this for you. Um, also, also, Adam has this weird little collar on his sweater. <laughs> I don't know what it's like a turtleneck that like is only. An inch longer than it should be and rolled over. <laughs> so everybody's like kind of dressed up because it's not a fancy party, but it's like a semi formal kind of yeah. party. But Rocky just has like blue long john shirt on. He's got like a blue <laughs> sweater and it's still like a v neck open. It, it's like yeah. a button up like a long john kind of would, but he has it unbuttoned because he's Rocky. He's, he's Rocky, Rocky DeSantos. Yeah. It's pretty great. What was Cat wearing part two? She's got like this pink satin jacket on like she's a four horseman <laughs> like, like she's one of the andersons and uh and she's got like a pink shirt on under it she's got black tights she also said at the beginning of the episode she brought a plate of shrimp oh right be- because in australia christmas falls in the summertime and just think of how different that is that would be crazy also i'm assuming that's real because Catherine Probably. Sutherland is from Australia. Yeah, and she would, and she wouldn't have been like, no, that's raw. Like she would have been like, no, that's not how. It's not actually summer there, but I guess it is. Yeah. Like the seasons are backwards the farther around you get. Maybe it's because of the side of the equator it's on. That Maybe might, I don't. I don't. I have no I always, idea how that stuff works. I always works. assumed that was a joke from like a Nickelodeon commercial or something. Like, right. I, I don't. <laughs> but I guess it's real. I guess it's going out that way. I'm terrible at geography. If anyone's wondering, just the worst at it. Just yeah. super garbage. I was reading something about how climate change will eventually just ruin holidays for Americans because we have them so closely related to what season they fall yeah. in that when it's warm at Christmas time, it's just never going to feel the same again. Yeah, well, I mean, like, this last year in New Hampshire, like... all the Christmas imagery is snow. Yeah, like, <laughs> it didn't It didn't really snow this year in New Hampshire until... Like, the, now. Like, two days ago. <laughs> April 1st, they were like, gotcha. <laughs> You've been pranked. You've been pranked. They laugh about the holidays, and they're like, yeah, oh, we're all doing great. Everything's, everyone's going to have a fun time here. Then we cut back to the future where the old man is telling the youngster about how the holidays were saved and everything was great. The Power Rangers came together and it's the camera turns around. And who is the old man? It's Tommy. Thomas Oliver. He goes by Tom now. He's Tom Oliver. Uh, well, as an, uh, Tom is like probably like 27 to 40, 45. Right. And then when he's an old man, he's Thomas. Thomas, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the kid's like... Oh, thanks, Grandpa. Like, oh, what a great story. And then old lady cat pokes her head out and is like, it's getting time for bed. Or no. That doesn't make any sense that she would say that. Well, she's like, get ready because I just got to call your brothers on his way. I thought, okay, so then then the knock at the door, Pipsqueak's older brother comes in. I thought this was Pipsqueak's dad. It is not. It is his older brother. I like. I like this. His older brother more. But in my memories, this was for sure his dad. But he comes in. He's like, "Hey, grandma," to cat. And I was like, "Whoa, is this your great grandkid?" And he's like, "Nope, just here to get my brother, et cetera, et cetera." Yeah. Um, or he says a little. Bro- calls him little brother or something. Have you ever called your little brother little brother? No. No, neither have I. I don't think that's the thing <laughs> real people do. 
what was Kat wearing? Part three. She's got like an old lady sweater and glasses. <laughs> and like old lady makeup and her hair is gray. And up in um, a bun. Up in an old lady bun. Uh, it's it's real nice. Tommy has old man makeup on. It Just like real bad old man hair. I'm glad it's dark. I'm glad it's dark in there because this would look horrifying if it wasn't. Maybe that is strategic lighting for how so. awful the makeup looked. So he comes over and he's he's like getting his coat on and then he gets a communicator beep. And Tommy has like, like, like post-traumatic yeah, stress like he disorder. A, he for sure has a flashback. And he's like, huh, huh, and looks at his wrist and there's nothing there. And then... And Cat like puts his hand on his shoulder and like, no, sit down. No, everything's okay. okay. It's okay. Like and, pets him. It's okay. Everything's going to be okay. And then, uh, and then a brother, older brother, who gets no name, is like, oh... Um, Do you want to point out he has a red shirt? He does on. have a red shirt. I was like, can you watch him for a little bit longer? I got something I got to take care of. Um, and they're, she's like, sure, we understand. Does um, he know that they were? I'm, sh- I'm positive. I don't think the parents were Power Rangers, but I think it might have skipped a generation okay. and gotten back to it. <laughs> the um, power skips a generation. And then, like, and then like they heard the beep one time, and they're like, we know what that is. And they're like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> and then the, the little uh, Pipsqueak's like, or young, youngster Pipsqueak is, right. is like, he always has something he has to take care of real quick. And Cat's just like, must run in the family. Uh, does Cat say that or does Tommy? Cat says that. Okay. Uh, he says something, but it ends with Cat saying, must run in the family. And they just sit there in like a weird grandpa and grandchild. <laughs> and now they're going to stand awkwardly portrait. in the living room yeah. until he comes back. <laughs> I guess. Uh, and that's the end of the episode, but it's not the end of the episode. No, we get credit goofs and they're really good little bloopers. Yeah. Uh, there's one point where Ash was like, I was so nervous. There's like a camera. There's like a camera there. <laughs> there it, there's like 11 takes of Tanya yelling at, I think, Rocky and like just like everyone laughing every time because they're all friends and that's like goofy. Yeah. You moused over and you're like, oh, good. There's like two and a half solid minutes of good I, goofs. I thought there was going to be like a real oh, long. Oh, how you've been pranked I on was... this, the fooliest of days, April 7th. <laughs> April 7th. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Because uh, the credits end and there's still two minutes there's left. Still two minutes, about two and a half minutes. Okay, yeah, there's still two two and a half after the credits, and I'm like, what's gonna happen? What are they gonna do? Oh, do you remember that song that Tanya sang? That we're gonna stick together song. It's just her saying that, and then when she's not saying that, she's just going, "Woo!" Say it one time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that whole music video. It's the whole thing. The whole thing. This episode came in at 17 and a half minutes, and they're like, what do we do with that time? And then one editor was like, guys, I have a reel <laughs> that is two and a half minutes. We'll fill this time perfectly. I like, to, I like to think he was like in the editing bay, and they're like, oh, we're coming too early. You know, it's like the director's like, you know, Rad Bob's like, we came in too early. What are we going to do? We have two and a half minutes, and the editor's like, two and a half minutes, you say? <laughs> I have <laughs> whips out the got to stick together music video. VHS tape. <laughs> I have just the thing for you, Rad Bob. And uh, Run this after the credits. Everyone's going to love it. And it kind of has to do a little bit with the theme of the episode. A little bit. I hope that guy got a good bonus. I doubt he did. He <laughs> saved. Christmas was saved thanks <laughs> he, to this editor. He got his own copy of the music video. <laughs> Which does include the shots of Adam and Rocky holding Who cameras and, <laughs> and the reflector shields. They had to get someone else to film that. I don't, <laughs> not the point. Josh. Probably Raymond. Probably. God, I love Raymond. Josh, what's the best? Everybody loves Raymond. The best. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best? I'm going to say the best is uh, Lieutenant Stones. That's no time for your teenage dancing. Your crazy teenage dancing. 
I will also say, I think my best is that there was no morphed footage at all. There was no monsters. There was no Power Rangers because they didn't need it and they didn't shoehorn it in. Yeah. Um, this seems to be the staple of the Christmas episodes and I like it because like, sometimes I just want to see, even if the monsters are there, even if that affects the plot, I just want to see them like solve it as people. Right. Uh, what's the worst? Uh, them awkwardly being very discriminatory, but like for kids. Yeah. <laughs> Like I get That's, it, I get what they were doing. I just, I don't know. I didn't like it. Didn't yeah, it, it was a little uncomfortable. Uh, I, I will say that, like, I'm okay with it. As a, I, I think that was the worst. I'm also gonna, I'm gonna agree with you on that. It was the worst, but I, I'm okay with it because it was done in such a way that it was like, it was the worst on purpose. Yeah, it was like the bad guys did this to them, and this is the exact opposite of what you want to be and what to happen. Right. You know, and and so I think in that respect, it did, it just got a little dicey sometimes. Who's the MVP? Oh, it's Raymond. It's gotta be Raymond. <laughs> Whoa, metal dude. Whoa, metal dude. Oh, what a guy. Oh, what he's a, guy. a good guy. All right, that's gonna do it for us for today. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us a review. Thank you. We're on Patreon. Patreon.com. Hey, Jake and Josh, go give us money. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> And we got Z coming. But when out. I say give us money, it's it's bad. It is. It's in poor taste, <laughs> and you do. <laughs> um, uh, and the zine, we got the zine coming up, guys. It's uh, when's this coming out? The tenth. Yeah, five it, days. Yeah, we got five days, guys. It's getting a little hairy. This comes out on a Monday. How about yeah. this? We'll push it. We got one week. We're pushing it back to the seventeenth. One week from today. One. Okay. That's that's fair. So it ends on a Monday. Everyone who has already sent stuff in, thank you so much. Yeah, love it. Loving it. Send them all. Send all your stuff. Send every last thing you got on the Pink Ranger, send it in. I'll be posting pretty heavily this week, so uh, <laughs> send it in and appease me, I guess. <laughs> um, and then I had one other thing to say, but I guess I don't anymore. Comic review episode went up. Oh, it did, yeah. And you guys know the limits for the, pa- not the Patreon, for the zine stuff. If you don't, just tweet us. So I'll let you know. Yeah. It's not it's not too bad, but there are limits because yeah. we needed to fit. Oh, I had it. I lost it again. Nope, nothing. I can't think of it. <laughs> Must not have been super important. Oh, the archive. Oh, yeah. HeyJakeAndJosh.com slash MorphinGrid slash archive. There will be a better link to get there. But right now, <laughs> if you type that in, you get there. And the link is the pinned tweet on our Twitter. Yep. So go check that out. All of season one All is All season up. one season two is coming pretty soon. Are you going to do the bonuses in their own Bonuses category? is going to be its own thing, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we'll have all that because like, while we're working on the feed issue, while we're trying to figure out what we're going to do with that, uh, we want to be able to listen to the old episodes if you don't have them saved. That's where you can find them. That is for real. It's... Thank you very much for listening to this Christmas episode, this very, very timely Christmas episode. Uh, we'll see you on Friday for Oily to Bed, Oily to Rise. Oh, it's the best episode. Oh, I, just, I literally just got a little sick to my stomach ever been that. named. So good. But until then, may, may the, the power protect you. Did both of our voices crack on that or just mine? Oh, mine might have. I don't know. (laughs) Who can tell anymore?